smells like shit, you are in the right place. You are listening to the Pop Wackers, hosted by David and Craig. Enjoy. Hey, man, good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. 5 a.m. Yeah, got started a little later than usual. What, 5.40? Yeah, 5.40. I'm rising but not shining. <sighs> no shit, man. Uh, waking up this early sucks. Oh, it definitely does. Yeah, especially when you spend the first 45 minutes fucking with audio settings trying to record shit into the recording software. <laughs> what a pain in the ass. Hey, <clears throat> but it does work. It does work. I'm just surprised anybody does podcasts. Like, there's a big technical hurdle to get into podcasts. I, I think it's either that or we're way overthinking it. <laughs> or um, just we're just sure. fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Oh my god, dude. Oh like, god. yeah, I... Uh, I don't know. Well, just trying to, we're trying to make it more like a real radio show, you know? So it's like trying to add in the sound effects and do all that shit. Like just recording your voice isn't too bad. And I'm also trying to do it so I don't have to edit everything at the end. You know, I don't edit in any of the intro music or anything that's just coming straight out of the computer, you know, just like a normal radio show would. No, we're, we're trying to do a lot with, I mean, it's basically a, a raw cut when it, gets uploaded almost oh yeah totally yeah i very rarely edit like there was one point last week or maybe two weeks ago i was fiddling with something on my computer while trying to talk about something there was like an inordinate amount of dead time and so i just cut that out but i don't usually cut like sections of our topics or anything ever um and and on occasion i'll record an an outro because i tend to forget so I don't know, man. So, how's life been? What you been up to? Oh, it's been a busy week for sure. Not as much preparation as I would have liked to had coming into this morning, but... Same. Hey, that's life. Yeah, I hear that, man. Yeah, we, uh... You know, I've been, uh, fighting with Amazon a lot lately. Because they have a fucking scam going on where you sign up for Prime... And they tell you, you get two day shipping, right? right? But none of my shit comes in two days. So what did I pay for? I mean, they'll try and tell you, you get these video services and all this other shit on top of it. It's like, but really I paid because I wanted my stuff here in two days and anywhere else I go, I'm paying, you know, $4 for shipping adds up over time, you know? So mm-hmm. I have to keep, uh, battling with Amazon. So I've had, I switched over to, um, we were sharing a prime account with my brother-in-law for a while and that was pretty cool. But, uh, I wanted to get this Amazon credit card where you get 5% back on Amazon purchases. So I, I signed up for that and I got my own prime account. And so then we started ordering like everything through Amazon, like a lot of, about a lot of our dry groceries and stuff and like anything because you're saving 5% and they're already reasonably priced on almost everything. Sure. But I kept getting, like, my orders would be, like, super delayed. Like, I'd order something, it would say, be here in two days, and then, like, two days comes, and I'd look, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it won't be here for another week. So I had to keep chatting their support, 
and they're usually pretty good. Um, so I get on and complain, and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, they next dayed me something similar to replace something I ordered. Uh, they gave me an extended month of Prime. They gave me two $10 credits. They, uh, you know, so I basically got Prime for completely free by the time I was all said and done. I've got, now I have two free months of Prime. I've gotten like 30 or $40 in credit and in a free overnight of an item. So I, I the last time though, I really had to fight with them because I had ordered some stuff on a Friday and then it wasn't coming until Wednesday. And so I said to the person, I, I pay for Prime, like, this is ridiculous, what is this? And they said, oh, well, it's two-day shipping from the day that we ship it, not from the day of your order. I said, well, I mean, yeah, that makes sense, but it should be one day of processing my order and then two days of shipping. So maybe three days in total, depending on when I place the order, which I understand. Sometimes if I place it way late in the day, like, I get it, it's not going to be done that day, so I don't even count that day. So they were arguing with me about it, and we're going back and forth, and finally they're like, okay, 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 we'll give you a free month of Prime. So lesson to be learned, argue with Amazon anytime they don't hold up to their promises. Yeah, I, I, I've had similar experiences, but the we were using Prime because my wife is still a student, so we were getting it for half off. Oh, yeah. But... um. Didn't the base price of the Prime membership go up recently? Yeah, they just uh, they upped it twenty percent. It's like one hundred and twenty bucks a year now. It was ninety nine for a regular, uh, but I I got in on it like towards the end of that ninety nine before. I mean, I didn't know they were going to increase it, but I'm like a month ahead of them increasing it or something. Right. Yeah. I I mean, we used it. She got it at half price for the first six months, and then I canned it because. I mean, we order a fair amount of stuff off of there, but nothing where we need it within two days. So I don't necessarily need something in two days, but when I'm paying for it, I want it in two days. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And so, like, I always make sure that I hold them accountable. But the one awesome thing that I discovered is, like, a secondary benefit of Prime is they've got this, like, uh, this program with their video games. So... I recently bought a Nintendo Switch, which is fucking awesome. But um, I was looking at some games online, and I was looking at Best Buy and stuff and checking out Amazon. And Best Buy has this Gamers Club Unlocked program you can do, which is pretty good. You get like 30% off or 20% off a new game or something like that, and you can get like credits and you know one of those things where mm-hmm. after you have to buy like four or five games, but then it pays for itself. But with Prime, they pretty much match that price for the first two weeks a game is out. So you can also pre-order at that price that the Gamers Club runs without paying anything extra. So that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that does sound cool. The last thing I actually ordered on Amazon wasn't all that exciting because my washer took a shit on me. So I had to order some parts. <laughs> uh, is that what made you end up at the laundromat? Oh, no. No, I was... <laughs> the only reason I go to the laundromat is because I take all the dog stuff there to wash because I don't want to wash that dirty, stinky-ass shit in the washer at home. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I got a, I got a text from Craig. Uh, he says, 
Oh, I kicked. I checked this off the bucket list. I took a shit at the laundromat. <laughs> I was like, oh man, who takes yeah, a shit at the laundromat? Pretty brutal. I should have just came home. It's less than two minutes away, but <laughs> I like to mark my territory wherever I travel. <laughs> it's way too much work, man. You can't drive all the way home just to take a shit. Yeah. I don't know. That's really funny, though. I was laughing so hard when I got, when I got that message. <laughs> and it sounds sounds like a dick move to take all that stuff there, but we have a we have a a chocolate lab, and she likes to be outside a lot, so her stuff is always extra dirty, extra hairy, and I don't want all that all that garbage transferring over to our clothing. So yeah, I don't really blame you. I'm just far too lazy to actually do that. The only reason I would do it is if I had something that was just too big. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's another part of the problem. The, the the pet bed she has is a little bit too big for a washing machine. So. Do you and still have one of those? Uh, downstairs and resetting it every time the thing is off balance. Yeah. Do you still have one of those uh, old school agitators in the middle? It's like 500 feet tall in the middle of your washer. No, well, we we have a top loading machine, but it doesn't have the agitator. Yeah, it mine doesn't either. Front, yeah, it's like a front loading machine, but it loads from the top. Yeah, that's what we have. It was just like a, I don't know. I I didn't really see the need to pay for a front loader washer and dryer. It seemed stupid because like you buy this washer and dryer, and then you have to add in like a pedestal, which they charge you like a hundred bucks. Just to sand your washer and dryer up tall enough so that you can reach inside. It's like, well, it fucking worked the way it was. Right, exactly. So I don't know. I didn't really find value in that. It's like, okay, so I can bend over and pick it up or lean down and pick it up. No, the one, <laughs> the one that we bought, it's the ginormous top loader with no agitator. So the capacity is the same as a front load, but... Yeah, yeah. That, that's how ours, it, it fits a ton of shit in there. I mean, we wash, like, king-size blankets and stuff in there. Mm-hmm. It seems to do all right. I don't know. Now my washer will fucking break this week. <laughs> Do, does yours ha- have the agitator? Is it the wide-open top load? Oh, mine's open. It has, like, a small, small agitator at the bottom. Like, like not. I wouldn't even really consider it an agitator. Yeah, it kind of looks like a UFO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah, like that. You probably have exactly the same style as I have then. Yeah, it's like a newer version of it without having to have that agitator stick all the way up. Yeah. yeah. Well, the good news is I know a guy <clears throat> that can uh, replace the bearings in that because I've had to do it twice in hours. So <laughs> it's a huge pain in the ass, but funny you mentioned that. I'm going to do a little bit of... Uh, a dig here or a rant on uh, service guys. The first time that it it went bad on us, I called the local repairman here where we live. He came out, looked at it, listened to it, and it's like, you know, uh, basically you're fucked. You just need to get a new machine. Oh, I'm my like, God. Seriously, we've had it for three years. If, if it doesn't have a shelf life longer than three years, um, and it's a Maytag, so, you know... You're buying it for the brand name and the longevity, but then turns out I started researching it on um, different YouTube do-it-yourself videos and whatnot, and 
I found this really good repair video with step-by-step -step how to take it apart, replace the bearings and do that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, yeah, it's two, about two to two and a half hours of your time. Cause I'm usually pretty meticulous when I take stuff apart. I want to make sure I have it all laid out. So I know exactly how it goes back together, but right in two hours of time and $60 in parts, it was like a brand new machine. And this son of a bitch wanted me to buy his new machine for like seven, 800 bucks. And he's like, Oh, I'll, I'll uh, recycle that machine for you for free. I'm sure you will, buddy. He was just going to do the same thing and sell it as used. What an asshole. Cocksucker. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't fuck with that stuff. I usually just either fix it myself or throw it away. I don't really like people coming over and doing stuff because I always feel like I'm getting scammed. Yeah. It, it seems that way. Three out of four times you're usually getting scammed. Well, if you have half a brain and you can use YouTube... And like, it's something you can do by yourself and it's not my, I usually look at it like, do I have the tools to do it? And if I don't, how expensive are they? And if they're ridiculously expensive, then I don't, you know, mess with it. But like, if it's something where I can go buy something at Home Depot for 20, 30 bucks and then some parts and do it myself, then I usually do. Exactly. I'm the same way. Oh, I got a scam with my fucking lawnmower, dude. Like I bought this mower uh, from a dealer, uh, right, right around the corner from my house. And mm -hmm. so I, I call him up and, I'm, and this is like back in February, I call him up and I'm like, Hey, I want to get an oil change on this thing. Um, it's a zero turn. So it's like a real big pain in the ass to hoist it up the way it is. Like, I don't have all the stuff I would need to like really hoist it properly and get to the oil filter and drain it and all that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I'll just call them and see what they charge. Plus they're going to need to pick it up. So I know I'm going to pay them for a delivery fee or whatever. So I call them and I do that. And then they say, uh, so I'm like, Hey, I just want to get an oil change. You know, what's that run or whatever. And they're like, um, it runs like, I forget what the price was. I want to say it was like $130 or something. Mm -hmm. I believe that included my delivery fee. I'm like, okay. And they're like, yeah, but we got the service plan. It's $169 and we go over everything. We lubricate all of the stuff. We check your belts. We, you know, see if there's anything that needs replaced. We tighten all the nuts and bolts down if they've become loose. Um, and we scrape the deck and we wash it and do your oil change. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a no brainer. Another 20 bucks and get all this extra service. They're like, yeah. yeah. And then plus parts. It's like, okay, well that makes sense. I mean, if something's broken, obviously I'm going to pay for the parts. So I get them down to like half price delivery fee because I'm so close. And so they're like, okay, they're cool with that. So they come and get it, take it, do all their stuff, bring it back. My bill was $300. What? And so I'm looking at this bill. I'm like, what the fuck? They charge me full price delivery fee. And then I'm looking, they charge me like for the oil and oil filter and everything got line itemed out and i'm like what are you talking about? you told me it was 169 dollars and the oil changes included like this is ridiculous what is this They're like oh yeah that's just the labor like like you just paid the service fee that's like our two-hour inspection labor like what what so you mean to tell me 
that you tell me I get an oil change with this, but then you charge me for all the oil and all the extra stuff, but it's not built into the price. Like, yeah, like this is just fucked. Like who does that? So I literally just got hoodwinked. That's unbelievable. I would, I would be finding somebody else to do my lawnmower repair. Well, yeah, like I'll just, I'll just do my own from now on. I'll just change my own oil. Like that's all I needed. And if I go to the extra mile of getting the proper equipment to hoist up my, my zero turn, then I'll just scrape the deck and change the blades myself or sharpen them. You know, it's like, like, really? You're going to charge me? Like, I, I mean, that was a ridiculous amount of money they're charging for labor just to do an oil change. And like, that's one of the easiest things I can do it. And I'm not mechanical. I can do an oil change. It's not hard. The thing is, generally, when they sell you a, a service package of that sort, labor's included. They don't line item oil and filters and, and whatever else it needs. It's part of the package price. Well, that's what I said, especially at a dealer, because they know the mower that I have. And so they know exactly how much oil they're putting in. They know the oil filter. They've got all that stuff in stock. They, you know, they work on these mowers. So it's nothing new to them. It's not like I took it to some just like random shop that fixes every kind of mower and they've got a special order, the, the filter for me and do all this stuff that they don't know. So they have like a lower base price, but then add in all the stuff. It just, I can go get my car's oil changed for like a third of the price of what I paid for this. It's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. Oh yeah, dude. I was pissed. Oh, I, I, yeah, <laughs> similar story to my washer and dryer. I mean, people going around telling you you need to buy new stuff and then selling your stuff secondhand and reclaiming most all the money is just insane. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. I, I can't stand it. I don't know why they would. I mean, <laughs> it's just fucked up. You're just an asshole. It's, it, it's the same thing that we see with, you know, we work in the tech industry and then every one of our family members and their brothers says, Hey, I got this going on. Can you look at this? And, um, I obviously never charge family to help them out, but that, but a couple of them have went to Best Buy, not to name drop <laughs> but the, the geek squad will say, Oh yeah, your computer is fucked. You're going to need to buy a new one. But then they bring it to me and I can, generally fix it within a couple hours and it's fine yeah normally it's back up all your important shit off the hard drive fresh install windows move on like it's pretty easy but most people don't know how to do it so they get nervous that they're gonna break something it's like really you just probably junked up all your shit with a bunch of bloatware malware adware and all that stuff and then it slowed your system down and all you need to do is just go in and clean it all out and then, you know, like sometimes you'll get system updates for stuff that like your machine's just too old to handle, but they don't know that. So they update. Right. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I, same thing. You know, people doing that all the time. It's like, Hey, my computer's broken. What do I do? It's like, well, what do you mean your computer's broken? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Don't go to Best Buy. That's what you don't do. Yeah, that is, don't ever take your shit there. They are ridiculous. Well, we can check them off our sponsor list. They're probably like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's right. I already said don't don't sign up for their gamer club program if you have Prime, and don't go take your shit there for Geek Squad. <laughs> Uh, don't buy their hundred dollar cables because they're for you can buy them for six bucks on amazon oh yeah dude you remember that when like hdmi cables were like all just coming in and everyone was going and buying those monster cables and they were like 60 bucks for an hd cable but you could go buy it for four dollars on newegg yeah and i remember reading that like uh not have two of those in a drawer somewhere (laughs) yeah it's like i mean shit maybe your cable would last you forever but not for that price. I don't. I don't need a sixty dollar HD cable. Yeah, yeah. I I found another. I didn't buy mine off a of Newegg after I started finding the cheap ones. I can't remember the name of the site, but unfortunately, that site was compromised. And one of the only times my debit cards have been ripped off was I bought stuff off of there, and all of a sudden I saw all these iTunes fake charges popping up. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, that's interesting. I I don't think mine's been I don't think mine's been stolen online yet. I mean, it's just a matter of time. And actually, speaking of which, I started. Uh, well, I try and use Apple Pay everywhere because for those who don't know, Apple Pay uses a unique, like basically a unique token every time you have a transaction, and they never get your card number. They get a unique number every time. So no one can steal your shit with Apple Pay. It's like far more secure than using a debit card. Right. And so I always do that. Um, and that that's for physical transactions as well as online transactions if they take Apple Pay. Ironically, the Apple website doesn't take Apple Pay very well. <laughs> I tried to use it like a week ago and it kept failing. So I actually, I'd use my, I actually use the app on my phone to get it to work. That's weird. Yeah, their website was not not happy, but yeah, it was kind of funny. Um, yeah, so like, I know we both work in tech, and so I was thinking, you know, we don't really, we haven't really talked a whole lot about it. Um, so I was just kind of, you know, running through some things I wanted to talk about on the show, and I was thinking, you know, we we never really talked about like what our favorite pieces of tech are currently. Um, so I thought I would. Uh, I would ask you, so what's your current favorite piece of tech now? Um, admittedly, I don't stay up on tech as much as I should, especially for what I do for a living. <laughs> but, um, I mean, you've known me for several years, and within the last year or two, I actually finally switched from android to apple devices and i i think it all at this point i'm all in i mean i i love my iphone x yeah i have no regrets whatsoever about switching over i know man i was trying to push you to the dark side for ages and you just wouldn't budge you had that fucking s4 for i don't know like seven years i felt like oh yeah my father-in-law's <laughs> still using it <laughs> hey at least it's still running strong yeah, I I have a few. I don't know. I'm a huge Apple fanboy, so that's part of the problem. But there's a couple of reasons for that, and one is their stuff seems to work really, really well 
I enjoy the ecosystem and I'm past the stage of like fucking with stuff when it's not working. It just gets frustrating. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. My favorite, I have a few top ones. I don't know. I would say probably my most favorite piece of tech right now. Uh, iPhone 10 is up there. Um, my MacBook pro, I love that, but it means more or less the same as any other MacBook Pro I've had, just faster. I don't know. I I might go AirPods. I think AirPods are pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, they just sync to everything, and what's really great and underrated is um, when I mow the grass. You know, I put my AirPods in, but then I put um, like sound protection over my AirPods. Oh, nice. So that I can listen to my music. But, I mean, you could go buy a pair of, like, noise-canceling headphones, but I don't know how well it would keep out, like, mower noise. It might do really well. But these are, you know, legitimately keeping the noise in for just the music while I'm listening, and I don't have to turn the volume up to, like, a 1,000 while I'm mowing the grass. Right. And you're not deaf for a week after you cut the grass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. AirPods are pretty solid. Um I did, I did go all in on uh, on the Echoes recently. I had a couple, and then I, I added some more. I have a two story house, so I've got a I've got a dot in my office, and I have um, I have a regular original Echo upstairs in my bathroom in the master bathroom, and then I had a I still have an Echo Tap which those are the ones they like dock on a cradle and they work just like any other one, but you can pick them up and take them with you, like take it outside or whatever, which that's pretty sweet. But that the thing that was annoying was it didn't support a lot of the features of the regular devices. So I bought a second gen echo and put it in the kitchen. And then the tap I put in the basement for when we're playing with my son down there to turn music on and whatever, um, or just go get it and take it outside. But I ended up, I canceled my Apple music subscription which is a shocker for those of you who know me. Um, and I went with Spotify because it works on pretty much any platform. And so what was really sweet is you can just tell it, you know, like, hey, Cylinder, play, blah, 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 on Spotify, everywhere. And it'll t you can group all of your Echo devices together, except for the tap, and it'll play your music throughout the whole house. So it was, like, so cool. Um so I'm really impressed by what Amazon's building out with that, even though I know they're not like the best on privacy and they don't sound the best. They sound adequate, which is good enough for me for the price. I mean, I've, I contemplated a HomePod, but there was a lot you still couldn't do with them. And they're really freaking expensive. They sound great, but I don't know. I think I could go with Sonos or something else for cheaper. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask, what the sound quality was like. It's not bad. I mean, it's definitely like, I mean, it's completely acceptable sound, if you ask me. Uh, I'm not a super audiophile, but it's definitely, I, you can tell the difference between like a really good sounding speaker and an Echo, but the Echo is perfectly adequate for what I use it for. Right. So. And I'm sure. I've looked at different options that way as well, and I really haven't made up my mind yet. But I would probably go the Echo route as well. I recommend it, especially with the Prime account, which 
Life pro tip, you can order add-on items from Amazon without having to meet the $25 minimum if you order it through your Echo. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. So I tested it out a couple weeks ago. I needed some coffee, and it was like a $6 bag of of coffee, and so and it was an add-on item only. So I just ordered it through the Echo, and she placed the order for me. With no extras? Well, I mean, if you have Prime, you're not going to pay. No, but you still can't order add-on items without meeting a minimum. Okay. Yeah, for whatever reason. It's probably because it's too expensive for them to ship it. Right. So they want you to hit, like, a minimum amount. But, yeah, so that one's always, that's always solid. No, very, very good life tip. Yeah. We want to start down that route sooner. Yeah, I like, uh, I really like it. It's pretty cool. And ordering stuff through it's pretty neat. And then, you know, just Amazon as a whole, I, I really like them. And I know that they collect a ton of data on you and stuff, which is kind of irritating. But I feel like you're, you're not going to get away from that. Um, I did see a story the other day that uh, someone wrote kind of a sensationalized headline. And it was, um, I requested how much data Apple had on me. And I was shocked. And Mm -hmm. then they went through and said, I did the same thing for Facebook and Google. And essentially it came down to Facebook and Google had like, I don't know, like, I forget. It was like an, like Facebook had like an 800 megabyte file on this person. And then they, and then Google had like a 500 megabyte file on this person. And Apple had like, uh, one page. It was like nothing. They had no data on you. It was kind of interesting. So I thought that was fascinating because Apple is pretty staunch on privacy, which I really appreciate. But then again, you need to give some of that stuff up to get some of the, you know, like virtual assistant features. Right. So I don't know if I really care if Amazon has the kind of data that I'm giving it through the Echo. And, you know, they already have my shopping history and stuff. They know what I'm looking at on their website. And I'm sure they're tracking you after you leave their website to see what you do. So... I mean, it's trying to fight that up uphill battle, put the pace back in the tube. I just don't think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Google. I've never went out and actually tried to see what the data that they're pulling, but... I don't want to know. No, I don't either. But Google has to be one of the biggest offenders because if you... When I was using an Android phone and driving into work every day... It would give you tips and tr- and hints before you even walked out the door. Oh yeah, they. Uh, that, that's that's they what people don't realize. Later. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what people don't realize. They're like, you know, well, Android phones are so much cheaper, and it's like, yeah, but that's because they're using you. I mean, you are data that they're selling. They sell your info to advertisers and other things, and people don't seem to really realize that that like you're giving everything away. And they're profiting off of you in multiple ways. So yeah, they'll charge you for the hardware, but then they're also like taking all of your information and gathering it and selling it to somebody. Yeah. And they know where you are 24 seven. Oh man. Uh, they have your location services turned on by default and they start tracking you every location you went to. And you can go look at your Google maps profile and go find every location you've ever been. Mm-hmm. That's freaky. 
That was very freaky. That's I don't really use Google. I actually I stopped using their search engine. I stopped. Um, I don't use Google Maps very often unless I absolutely have to. I use Waze, which uses Google Maps, so maybe they're still getting something from that. I don't know. What well, I think Google bought Waze, so they definitely are. They did. Um, that's like one of the things I, I don't care that much about. I don't really use it enough. I work from home. I don't really go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, But, I mean, they also have police reporting in Waze where they can have a cop sitting there, and that's far more meaningful to me than... If they know where I went, they see that I go to Starbucks on a regular basis about every day. Uh, You know, so that one I don't really care about as much. Um, I really don't use my Gmail anymore. It's basically a forwarding account or a junk spam filter catcher. Um, I don't know. I kind of left the Google platform because I just didn't really like how they were treating my data without my consent. Well, they get your consent through these EULAs that you... Just click OK on, don't even read. Yeah, nobody reads those. No, and that's kind of the shitty thing. Like, I have a problem with that in the sense that, like, you can just throw up all this legal shit and you know I'm not going to read it. So, like, the intent is really bad because you literally know nobody's reading those. No one is. And so, like, you put anything in there and I agree to it. And it's like, but I didn't really read it and I didn't really agree to it but i still want to use gmail (laughs) you know my favorites are the ones where they won't let you click okay or accept until you scroll to the bottom as if you're gonna read it you're just gonna (laughs) grab the scroll bar and rip it to the bottom and then go yeah oh yeah for sure i think my work does that for some things we need to acknowledge documents they track how far you went through the document yeah. So, so I'm super paranoid. <laughs> just scroll all the way to the bottom. <laughs> it's usually something that I have to do annually that I've already read. And so I'm just like, okay, I already know this policy. Scroll to the bottom and click okay. Yeah. I go through the same stuff at work. We have probably four to five compliance training slash tests that we have to do every year. So. Oh, yeah. They're just wanting to make sure that you're not laundering money. I work in the financial industry, so. <laughs> yeah, mine's usually about uh, customer data handling policies because I deal with a lot of personal and health data. So, you know, we always have to uh, abide by HIPAA and all that other crap and the new European Union guidelines that they just set forth because I could technically do work for the EU. I haven't, though. I never have. Yeah, I think HIPAA's just as bad as, from a compliance standpoint, what we have as PCI. And that's yeah. just payment card industry standards. If you're handling account numbers in any manner, you have to have a shit ton of safeguards in place, which is a good thing. But Oh, yeah, for sure. Compliance training and all that other stuff is just a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, speaking of a shit ton, did you see the story about the cereal pooper? <laughs> yeah, actually, I added that to our agenda today, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but I, I, I don't even know what to say. This guy, <laughs> this guy was a superintendent of the school district in New Jersey, and 
for what sounded to be like several months, he was taking a dump on one of the schools in the track and field area of the school. <laughs> I don't know if he was out for a run in the morning and had to take a uh, shit, and that was the best place. Well, my favorite line in the story is it says, according to investigators, the stool scoundrel was defecating on the field on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Could you imagine? I, I mean, I don't think the article had any of his personal life in this story that I saw, but can you imagine going home to your wife and explaining to her that you just lost your job? For They did state in the article that he was superintendent of the school district and was pulling down about 150000 a year. Oh, yeah, and man. just that job because you couldn't wait to get home to take a shit. Yeah, you just shit on one hundred and fifty k a year. Yeah. I mean, and the pooper intended. You're shitting directly on your employer, <laughs> literally. Oh my god! I mean, and they fuck. That was, I mean, I, I read the story. I was laughing so hard when I saw this. <laughs> I don't know this guy. The guy, the picture of this guy looks like he would shit on a football field. Yeah, that's. A, I was thinking the same thing. He he looked like this guy that was. He probably went to school in that school district, you know, might have went away to college and came back and became superintendent. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling there's a backstory of where this guy was like super bullied in school or wasn't that great in sports and was picked on. So that was his way of saying basically shit on you. Oh, yeah. Damn. And me now I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> but yeah. Ended up getting caught in the process. Yeah, I I thought that was hilarious. I mean, you <laughs> just gonna go take a shit on the football field? I, was, I mean, it sounds like something. It's almost a perfect crime, though. I mean, you're at this high school with all these high school kids who would do something like that. So the last person you think it would be is the superintendent, but somehow he got himself caught. Yeah. Well, they actually it happened so much they put an undercover cop on the field to watch it and see what happens. So. <laughs> He was he was caught red-handed by the police. Uh, I would say he was caught brown-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So, in other enlightening news, did you see uh, that Trump admitted to paying the hundred and thirty grand to Stormy Daniels, the porn star that he supposedly didn't pay? Well, I guess the story really goes that, uh, so she says she got this $130,000 payment to keep quiet about having some sexual relations with, with the current president. Uh, but his attorney paid her $130,000. He did not pay her $130,000. And the attorney said he did it on his own will and good faith because he loves the president. But okay. it turns out that Trump had to admit to making that payment in order to avoid a uh, charge of misuse of campaign funds. So he had to basically say, I didn't pay her with these campaign funds. I paid her out of my pocket. And so he kind of had to admit to that, which was right. kind of interesting. And then you had um, the House spokeswoman, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, 
telling the press on a regular basis that he did not pay her. And then there's, I mean, this is just a clusterfuck. And then you had, um, Rudy Giuliani out there admitting to this as well. So I, I don't know this, this is a giant shit storm. <laughs> I don't even know what to think about this. Yeah. And he, he could have avoided the whole shit storm if he would have just said, yeah, I paid her 130 grand out of my pocket because I wanted a piece of that. Well, yeah, I think it was actually more or less so she would keep quiet. There's supposed to be a, she, she was paid hush money, right? But then she said it wasn't valid, uh, Stormy. She said it wasn't a valid agreement because he never signed it. Hmm. If I recall, I believe that's how the story goes, right? And so then she started to open her mouth talking and then that's when this started to hit the fan. Because if she had agreed to remain quiet and took the payment and signed the document and he signed the document, then she would have agreed to it legally and he would sue her. But he can't. Since she didn't see since the the agreement wasn't completely signed. That's what she says. That was her loophole. There's no way that he could sue her for defamation after the fact. Yep. Yeah, essentially. So... Yeah, I mean, I just find this completely fascinating. This man is just a complete piece of trash, but you've got these people who just blindly support him or just don't care, which is fine in most cases. Like, I can understand if you're just a average Joe guy, don't care, whatever. I like Trump. He's crazy. He does these things. He speaks his mind. He bangs porn stars. I mean, whatever. But... um it's the Christian evangelicals that get me. Right. How can you support this guy? I mean, it's completely hypocritical of all of the values that they tow outside of the political spectrum. 100%. That's that's what gets me. I have a lot of family who backs this guy who are supposedly, you know, hardcore Christians. And it's like, How? How do you stand by this? This guy is completely immoral. Yeah, he has no moral, you know, I don't need moral baseline at all. It doesn't sound just does whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, I mean, and from many perspectives, too, like he doesn't like foreigners. He doesn't want them in the country. He doesn't like, you know, like and I understand some of that and like kind of the the meaning behind it. But like at the same time, the way he acts about it, it's just not approached from a a loving place do you know what i mean and so it's always from a place of anger i feel like and so that's what i don't like about it like i understand wanting to protect your borders not let illegal immigrants in here doing things like they shouldn't be here they're not paying taxes they're taking away jobs etc etc i understand that argument and that makes sense to me but at the same time it's the way you treat the people that i don't like yeah He's obviously a condescending, just overall jerk. And I think even there was a Rolling Stones article not that, I mean, a few days ago where Dave Grohl came out and said, I think the guy is just a massive jerk. <laughs> I think the best way you can sum it up, he's he thinks he's better than everyone else. You know, like you said, he 
he's condescending to, you know, third world countries and, you know, just by the comments he makes, he he's degrading to, you know, a, most of the minorities. So I don't know how you take him. Yeah, I mean, I don't either. Like, he's just... I understand, like, especially back when the election was going on and it wasn't as, I mean, as crazy because it got 10 times crazier once he actually got elected. The press really went after him. But, like, I understand that you didn't want Hillary Clinton, but there was a third candidate that you could vote for just to prove a point. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you didn't have to vote for either or. Knowing that one of those two is probably going to win, um, but would you really be... I, I don't know. I mean, Clinton, I didn't like Clinton at all. I voted for the third party candidate because I thought both of them sucked. And that was my point I was proving. You know, hey, I don't like either of these clowns. Yeah. Um, give me better options. But that's where we were. Yeah. And, and I don't know where it's going to end up here in a couple of years. I, I, I hope that he doesn't go for re-election, but you know he will. Oh, yeah, he totally will be a huge kick in the nuts and kick to his pride not to try to get reelected. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, this guy's a freaking maniac to begin with and he already filed all of his stuff to run in 2020. I think it was. Yeah. So yeah, we're in for it for a while for the long haul. Well, I mean, there was talk that Kanye might run against him, but <laughs> buddy so nah, I don't man. Think that's gonna happen it'll be interesting to see who tries to run against them and can't fight that dragon energy no <laughs> but he'll send mike pence packing and oh my god could you imagine in the, in the passenger seat kanye for vp <laughs> donnie and yeezus 2020 yes <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! What's the world come to? Who's going to be on the other side of that balance, though? What's the Rock. Interesting. Yeah, The Rock. That's who it's going to be. I've actually heard lots of talk about The Rock. Oh my Rock. God! I love The Rock, but not as my president. No. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. State of the Union address. He could have some pretty epic speeches. Yeah. While he's eating his poontang pie, yeah. giving the people's <laughs> eyebrow and the people's elbow, That's right. <laughs> lay the smack down on the Republicans. Right. <laughs> I smell what the rocks cooking for sure. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, that would just never get old. Uh, Who would a professional, ex-professional wrestler, professional actor, pick up as his VP? Well, Stone Cold Steve Austin, of course. (laughs) (laughs) I think Stone Cold's a little bit too far on the right for The Rock. He may be. He may be. But he's a good old boy. But then again, I don't know. Hulkster, maybe? You know, he's been dropping some N bombs and getting in trouble. Yeah. I I could see him more on the. uh... Trump ticket than Kanye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, dude. I mean, seriously, could you imagine Donald Trump and Hulkamania 2020? (laughs) You heard it here first, brother. Well, they've been good buddies ever since 
was it WrestleMania two or three? Yeah. No, WrestleMania three was at Detroit, but there were several of them that were at Trump Tower in New Jersey. Oh yeah, dude, Trump has been all about the WWE forever. He's got that larger in life attitude, just like a pro wrestler. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know. He <laughs> say say your prayers, take your vitamins, vote for Trump. <laughs> Make sex tapes with your best friend's wife, <laughs> brother. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. What's uh? <laughs> it just makes I can't stop laughing just thinking about it. I mean. It's off to the Hulk, Hulkster, though, because, I mean, we haven't heard anything out of that guy since he won that, that lawsuit against Gawker Media, but he basically shut them down with his with the the, the uh, settlement he was awarded. Yeah, he did. He, uh, yeah, he definitely got, um, he got Gawker shut all the way down single-handedly. Mm-hmm. I think his final settlement, I mean, it wasn't a ton of money, but for a smaller media corporation, it basically put him out of business. Yeah, I mean, and he had some, like, billionaire backing him up, too, I think, was part of that. That guy, like, hated Gawker, and he was looking for any reason to take him down. Right. So he teamed up with him. But, I didn't know we were going to go this route or I would have researched that a little bit more. I remember the Russian guy, but I can't remember his name. Yeah, I don't remember his name either. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter. He backed Hogan, and then Hogan had enough money and power to put down Gawker. Yep. Which was pretty Always solid. Always back the Hulkster. That's right. Hogan, Hulkster against Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Well, you better cool out, big dude. All of New York City knows I've got my head right, man. I've been riding my Harley Davidson up and down 95, brother, with my shirt off, dude. Just getting ready for Miss Orndolph. Yeah, it's kind of cool outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That might have been the gayest thing I've ever heard. I've been riding up and down New York City with my shirt off, getting ready for Mr. Andor. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> The good old days, holy cow. I remember <laughs> I remember being a kid and when the WWE cartoon came out and I lived for Saturday morning wrestling more than cartoons at that point in my life. <laughs> oh man. It was so good though. But <laughs> just some shit these guys do and how serious they take it is so funny. Oh man. <laughs> Hulkamania brother! I love the Hulkster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this one went off the rails quick today, huh? The play of his is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Jesus, man. I don't know. Yeah, well, did you see this, uh, this other dipshit that, uh, this guy decided he was going to go take a selfie with a bear and get killed. <laughs> I did see that. Oh my god. I mean, what a fucking idiot. Like yeah, how how I, stupid do you have to be? 
Yeah, I first heard about it, or actually read about it on, I think Joe Rogan sent out a tweet about it with the link, and then I read up on it, and it's like, just unbelievable. <laughs> you want to hear what it sounds like to get mauled by a bear? Sure. Warning, this contains graphic content. So that happened in India, and uh, (laughs) this bear just puts this dude in a headlock. I don't know. In the video that they have, it doesn't really show him, like, get eaten or anything, but I'm assuming he got very badly, (laughs) badly beat up. Right. I mean, obviously you can't understand anything anybody's saying or yelling, but, yeah, how stupid do you got to be? The whole selfie thing. Yeah, well, I guess the bear was, like, injured. And he was sitting over on the side of the road, and this guy approached it thinking it would be a good idea to take a selfie. Yeah. And the bear, just by nature, it's self-defense. If it's already hurt, don't come near me. I don't want to be hurt anymore. Oh, yeah. He's like, fuck off, man. Get out of here. Yeah, That's right up there with those people that try to take selfies from an oncoming train. (laughs) They're on the tracks, and they get get mowed over shot about 100 feet in the air yeah i don't people are dumb like we've got to the point where society is so cushy that we need to do stuff that's so stupid to read out to weed out the idiots survival of the fittest man that's how i look <laughs> at it if you're dumb enough to take a selfie in front of a bear you deserve to be eaten yeah i, I only take 100 percent not safe for work selfies, maybe, but <laughs> <laughs> the dump face profile. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, the dump face profile. How many faces do you make when you're taking a shit? <laughs> I don't even want to know. I don't know if it's worse or better than the face you make when you accidentally turn your camera on and it's looking at you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> funny, funny you say that because. I'm not going to name any names, but we we had a guy at work that was on a conference call, and we used WebEx, and there was a uh, model laptop for whatever reason that when you were first issued this machine, you would fire up the WebEx, it would automatically turn on your camera, something that most users are not accustomed to right out of the gate. Uh-huh. So from what I heard, I wasn't on this meeting, but this guy was... Uh, walking around in his boxer briefs, fired up the WebEx with a bunch of uh, higher-level management. and yeah, <laughs> He was sitting there with his Buddha belly and boxer briefs for... I mean, it was just a split second before he realized that he was on camera, but... Oh, my God. <laughs> Did anything happen to him? No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think anybody noticed, actually. It happened so quickly, but can... I don't even know if I could have maintained enough composure to stay on the call at that point. Oh my god, dude. You have to say something. <laughs> like, you have to, you have to, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what you do. Oh my god. My workplace is way inappropriate, though, so I think that would go over pretty well. 
Yeah. My manager usually starts our our uh, our weekly meetings warning us about HR moments. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, they're not too bad. Uh, it's just usually just a bunch of dudes saying stupid shit, but nothing like... Right. It's more, more or less cussing and being color than, you know, saying things like, you know, really derogatory about women or, you know, something that would really get you fired. It's usually just having colorful language. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. Colorful language is always good. I like it. It's much more relaxing when you can say whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> no, so. no, coming from where we were before to where I am now, it, it was a culture shock at first because, you know, I don't have to feel bad about not holding the door for the person behind me anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, well, so I left that place too and went to like an ultra liberal place which for work i really like because they really let you do whatever you want for the most mm -hmm. part and they don't try and force feed you a bunch of shit so i also work from home too so i can really do whatever i want i mean as long as my work gets done and i'm on my meetings when i need to be you know it's not like anyone cares but it's pretty cool like I got a bunch of dudes and when I go up to the office, they all like play card games during the day and like take like little breaks like that to just kind of break up the monotony of work. It was kind of cool. If we did that at the other place, someone would have told on you and you'd have gotten fired. Yeah. To hell with the other place. Yeah. That place can go fuck its fucking self. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't stand that place. <laughs> so you got any good weekend plans? Um, no, not this weekend. Finished my yard work. That's about the only plans I have because my wife is working all weekend and mm -hmm. I'm going to recruit the kids to go out and help me push the wheelbarrow around. Yeah, <laughs> I got to do that too. <clears throat> I got a lot of yard cleanup to finish. I'm almost done. Finally doing my flower bed weeding that I've been working on for weeks. And then I got to get some mulch and lay that shit down. I probably got to do like 10 yards. Oh, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm about halfway finished. I should be done hopefully by the end of the day today. Yeah, that'd be good. I wish I was done. I need to order. My, I haven't ordered any mulch yet. I need to do that. But yeah, so off to, the, off to the races. Fun shit. Just don't order it from the same place where you get your lawnmower fixed. No shit, man. They charge you for gas. <laughs> and uh, the dude's coffee on the way to your house. and Yeah, sure. I'll pay for it all. Just whatever you want, man. Throw it on there. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Well, I think... Uh, I think that'll do it for this week's show um you know don't forget to subscribe in itunes or check us out on soundcloud right now we'll probably push this out to a few other things eventually and hopefully get the website up and running uh well it's up but we haven't really been paying much attention to it so right 
Yeah. Well, all right, man. Have a good weekend. Uh, we'll do it again next week. Yep. Until next week and have a good one. You too.